When you need milk for Zoe and a cold brew for yourself, Kroger Delivery will get you just what you need in as little as 30 minutes. Open the Kroger app and start your cart, whatever the cart. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Delivery time's not guaranteed. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. When you're a Boost member, you get free delivery, double fuel points, and lots more. Sign up at Kroger.com slash boost. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Talkin' Texas Rangers podcast, where we dive into the latest rumors and news surrounding Texas Rangers baseball. Welcome to the Talkin' Texas Rangers podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today, we're diving into the latest news from around Globe Life Field. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Game Time, for sponsoring this episode. Are you looking for the best place with Texas Rangers tickets? The best value? The best seats available? The greatest customer service ever? Then you want to check out Game Time. Check them out today. Uh, link will be in the description. So now let's get on with it, shall we? Let's dive into today's... Uh, I guess I should say Sunday's loss, not win. My bad. The Texas Rangers scored three runs, but the Tigers scored seven runs. Losing the Astros earlier in the week was disappointing, considering the Rangers had their chances to win that series. But it was at least understandable. Houston is still the zenith of this mountain that the Rangers are hefting the boulder toward. However, tying the series with the Tigers after winning the first two games and with Detroit suffering through a long losing skid feels like a massive missed opportunity. That is what the Rangers will have to live with through as they drop the last two games of the series, including Sunday's 7-3 defeat. However, we do have some good parts of the game. The player of the game was Corey Seager, who hit a home run and reached thrice. Coming up for the Rangers, Tuesday, they'll begin a series in Arlington against Philadelphia with Martin Perez at the face-off against Kyle Gibson. First opener, first pitch of the opener is 7.05 p.m. on Tuesday. 
So go to game time and get those tickets today. And now for our minor league update. Winston Santos got the start for Down East and was terrific, allowing just one run in seven innings on four hits and three walks, striking up three. Daniel Mateo was two for four with a walk and five stolen bases. Alejandro Osuna had a hit in a, a stolen base. Marcus Smith had two walks and a steal. For Hickory, Mason Ingler went six innings, allowing three runs on five hits, striking out eight while not walking anyone. Destin Dotson threw a scoreless inning. Luis Angel Acuna had a pair of hits. Chris Sice and Bear Rodriguez each had a hit. Trevor Halver and Evan Carter drew a walk. Mitch Garver, rehabbing for Frisco, was two for four with a double. Justin Foscu had a pair of doubles and a walk. Jonathan Ornelas had a pair of hits. Blaine Krim had a single and a double. Dustin Harris had a hit. Spencer Howard went five innings for Round Rock, striking out nine, not walking anyone, and allowing one run on three hits. Jason Barrett threw two scoreless innings. Jonathan Hernandez threw a scoreless inning. Demarcus Evans allowed a pair of runs in an inning. Nick Solak had a single and a double. Josh Smith had a single and a walk. And Bubba Thompson had a pair of hits. And now our Week 10 Who's Hot, Who's Not report. The Texas Rangers had a good weekend on the road in Chicago against the White Sox. With the rain behind them, the Rangers were able to take out two of the three games against the White Sox to win the series. The Rangers might have played so well they even caused a rift between Southside players and coaches on Monday. Then things turned south, though, when the Texas Rangers returned home to take on the Astros. The teams just won a singular game against the Astros, despite having a chance to take the series, if not for a late collapse in the second game. Apparently, the Rangers have to work on scouting Houston a bit better for the next time we play them. And so this is who made the list this week in the 10th edition of the 2022 Texas Rangers Weekly Report. First off, Brad Miller. The highlight of the week is when Brad Miller was able to drive in a run against the Astros on Monday night. The Astros shifted on over to anticipate where Miller usually hits the ball, and, well, he had other plans. After the game, Brad Miller was interviewed by reporter Emily Jones when he got surprised by a traditional Rangers post-game interview Gatorade bath. He was confused since all he hit was a go-ahead single. Such a good guy to have on the team and in your clubhouse. Ezekiel Duran. Duran is hitting like he is planning on staying up here in Arlington for the remainder of the season. Over the last week, Duran has eight hits, one home run, four RBIs, and has scored five runs. I'd hate to be Chris Young and Josh Daniels when Josh Smith gets back later next week as they're going to have to make some tough decisions to keep both rookies on the roster. And Rangers double-A pitchers. Congratulations are in order for some of the Rough Riders' top pitchers being promoted to triple-A round rock. Chase Lee and Cole Riggins are officially moving on up in one step closer to making the show. Don't be surprised if fans see one or both of those pitchers in Ranger jersey this season. Next up, Nathaniel Lowe. Lowe's offense has really taken off over the course of this past week. During that time, Lowe had 10 hits, 2 homers, 4 RBIs, and scored 5 runs. He's not always consistent, but when he hits, 
He's as good as anyone in this land. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. And sadly, we have to dive into the who's not hot. Starting off, if it's not obvious, it's Chris Woodward. Once again, Woodward made a horrible management decision this season in the final game against the Astros on Wednesday afternoon. With Glenn Otto still out due to COVID, he turned to Tyson Miller to start. Things went downhill right out of the gate. Miller only lasted the first inning since he gave up six runs in that frame. Why not start one of our other four starters like Mark Perez, Matt Moore, Brock Burke, anyone else? Woody had other options he could have started in place of Miller. Instead, The Astros hit the nitrous button and left the Rangers in the dust. Next up, Corey Seager. Seager made a pretty boneheaded play in the field. Instead of turning a double play, he threw home, and everyone was safe. The next batter smacked a go-ahead home run, and the crowd won the game for the Astros. The Rangers would have the most likely gone on to win the game in the series had Seager simply turned the double play. His defense is very concerning, and he's not hitting enough to make it up for him. And next up, the Rangers infield. I don't know where to start with their infield, but over the last week, I've seen tons of fielding errors that should be happening at the big league level. They need to make sure that the ball is in the glove before making a throw to any base. The last thing the Rangers need is for those to happen during pivotal games in the fall if they're in a position to make the postseason. Let us know in the comment section below, is there anybody else that should be in the hot list or the who's not hot list. Let us know. And as always, give us a thumbs up if you like our video. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And of course, their upcoming matchup is June 21st and 22nd against the Philadelphia Phillies at home. And now we're going to take a look at three players from 2021 that have failed miserably with other teams. No one blame you for wanting to put the 2021 Texas Rangers completely in the rearview mirror. After that awful season spawned just 60 Ranger wins, there wasn't much worth remembering about the team, especially not after an active trade deadline sell-off of the best remaining talent on the squad, including Joey Gallo, Kyle Gibson, Ian Kennedy. Gibson, now in the Phillies, and Kennedy back with the Diamondbacks appear to be doing well with the 2022 teams, but the same can't be said for these Rangers. Number one, the former Texas Ranger outfielder Joey Gallo is struggling with the Yankees. And I mean big time. How many times have we heard that Gallo would turn things around once he finally got adjusted in the Bronx and to the quote, little league ballpark he calls home? Well, not enough to make it true yet. It's been quite the slog for Gallo in 2022 as he's batting just 184 with a 641 OPS. He does have eight home runs, though. Even that's below his normal output. According to be acquired to be a difference maker in a powerful Yankees lineup, he's been anything but that so far. 
We've always known Gallo to be a three true outcomes player, but the extent to which he's regressed is nothing short of shocking, especially considering Yankee Stadium should be a paradise for his big left-handed swing. The Rangers have easily won their trade with the Yankees. Ezekiel Duran, Josh Smith, and Glenn Otto have found varying degrees of big league success. It's a heist, if you will. And number two is a forgotten piece of the Joey Gallo trade. Former Texas Rangers reliever Jolie Rodriguez is struggling with the Mets. After putting up a 213 ERA in 12 games for the Texas Rangers in 2020, Rodriguez entered 2021 as the team's setup man for former closer Ian Kennedy. He struggled in that capacity, posting a 5.93 ERA in 31 games for the Rangers in 2021. And yet, he managed to tag along with Joey Gallo to the Yankees last summer. Rodriguez bounced back with New York with a 2.84 ERA down the stretch, but after being traded to the crosstown rival Mets this past winter, he reverted back to his struggling ways. The Southpaw has a 5.14 ERA this year. Rangers probably wouldn't have much use for a guy like Rodriguez in 2022, and definitely not with the numbers he has to this point. But the fact that Texas was able to shed him last season in that Gallo trade is nothing short of mastery. And of course, at number three, former Texas Rangers starter Jordan Lyles is struggling with the Orioles. For a pitcher with a career 5.20 ERA, Jordan Lyles sure does know how to get around. The Orioles are Jordan Lyles' seventh MLB team. And besides a good two-month stint with the Milwaukee Brewers in 2019, he just isn't good. In 2022, Lyles has a 5.10 ERA and 13 starts for the O's, which is downright bad. Last season for the Rangers, he had a similar 5.15 ERA and an even worse 7.02 ERA during the shortened 2020 season with Texas. The Orioles, of course, aren't a great team and are behind the Rangers in terms of building back to contention, so Lyles makes sense for Baltimore at this stage. On the contrary, Texas actually has some intriguing rotation pieces like Martin Perez, Dane Dunning, and Glenn Otto. John Gray is able to find his footing after early injuries and inconsistency in 2022. He, too, is an upgrade over Lyles. And now we're going to take a look at our main topic. What should the Texas Rangers do? at the trade deadline in August. The answer to this question is a little more complicated this year than it was in 2021. With an additional playoff spot in each league this season, the field has opened up a good amount, especially with so few dominant teams and a lot of middling ones. That has kept Texas squarely in the mix to this point. Impressive considering we'd probably declared their season to be over at this point last year. Also, unlike 2021, there is no Joey Gallo to trade at this summer's deadline for Ezekiel Duran, Josh Smith, Trevor Halver, and Glenn Otto. Or Kyle Gibson and Ian Kennedy of Philly for Spencer Howard and two other pitchers. There is a Cole Calhoun, though, and some spare bullpen parts, I suppose. Notice I'm not including Ace Martin Perez. That's because the Rangers should probably keep him if they want to stay afloat. So what should the Rangers do at the trade deadline this August 2nd? Well... Let's break it down. The case to buy. As mentioned above previously, the Rangers find themselves firmly in the mix for one of the AL wild cards in mid-June, and that's not nothing. Whether they stay there is another question, but there's no doubt Texas has been playing better baseball lately since their sluggish start. 
The Rangers are going to buy, though. They should only target controllable assets. We're talking about Luis Castillo of the Reds or Frankie Montes of the A's, for example. Getting Castillo or Montes would be expensive, but the Rangers have a very deep collection of minor league talent, making a deal plausible and inserting one of those names into a rotation behind Perez and Dunning. And Glenn Otto pitching well enough, that could keep things interesting for Texas down the stretch. Of course, there's also the case to be made for selling. Quite simply, the case for the Texas Rangers to sell this August isn't nearly as compelling as compelling as it was last year when, let's be real, it was the only legitimate option for the organization during a rebuild. But let's remember that this is still a rebuild to an extent, as the stated goal to return to contention is 2023. However, the case to sell only makes sense if Texas were to really fall off around the All-Star break. And with the talent on their rest- roster, and that seems unlikely. This is a team capable of playing roughly 100 baseball. Let's say a doomsday scenario occurs, though, and the Rangers fall off their current pace drastically. Who could they sell? Cole Calhoun, perhaps? Brett Martin? John King? Dennis Santana? Spencer Patton, Joe Barlow. The asset cupboard is pretty bare, so at the best, the Rangers could receive some low-level talent in exchange for what they'd be willing to ship off to other teams. And with aforementioned depth already in the organization, combined with the pace to finish around 500, selling seems pointless. And that leaves us with one other option. The case to stay in Pat. This is likely the best course of action for the Texas Rangers at this summer's trade deadline. Any improvements made to the roster, particularly major ones, such as Castillo and Montez, will cost a pretty penny to a farm that has taken years to build up. Daniels and Chris Young should have should save their prospects for someone more lucrative, like they almost did for Matt Olson last offseason. On the flip side, selling comes with next to no benefit either. The Rangers could still find themselves in the mix for one of the AL playoff spots later in the summer. And selling would only derail that chase, and for marginal assets at best. Texas should remain where they are. Yeah, it won't be exciting in late fall. They've taken a step forward as compared to 2021, but they're not ready for the playoffs just yet. This is exactly what we thought the 2022 Rangers, Rangers would look like. And it's best to just keep things as they are while gearing up for next season. Let us know in the comments section below what do you think the Rangers should do at the trade deadline. And as always, subscribe to the podcast and all major podcast platforms, including Good Pods. And of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash ttrangers. Your support helps the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring in new hosts, pay them, and just make our content 1% better. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. This has been the Talking Texas Rangers podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the topics we covered by tweeting us at Talking TX Rangers or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Talking Texas Rangers. As always, thank you for listening and go Rangers. Mary 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.